Anyways, I was so shook when I realized that there were more Imagine Dragon songs than just Radioactive and Demons and like on top of the world. Hey everyone and welcome to Just a Podcast first ever solo episode. I'm Amara and today I'm going to be talking about my music journey, some of my most favorite songs throughout my entire life, and I'm going to be giving you all some music recommendations at the end. So stay tuned if you're interested in that. Yeah, so for the next three to four weeks, you're going to be hearing a series of solo episodes starring me, Milan, and Kennedy. And at the end, there will be an episode with a special guest. We're going to be giving you some recommendations. We're going to give you some playlists. We're going to be doing that. And then at the end, like I mentioned, we're going to have a special guest doing the exact same thing. And he's going to be talking about his own music. So stay tuned if you're interested in that. So... I'm just going to get right into it. I'm honestly a little bit nervous because I have never recorded anything on my own. Well, I was in AP Spanish last year and I had to record myself speaking in Spanish like all of the time. I have such a newfound respect for solo podcasters because I feel so awkward right now and I've had to redo this intro like a good 17 times. So I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to see what happens. If I mess up, I can just edit it out. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited to get started with this. So I'm going to have a little break and then we're going to get right into my music history. All right. Hello. I'm back. So I have to consult my mom for this episode because I... I have so many memories from when I was a child, and I remember all this music I listened to when I was a kid, but it all just kind of feels like a big blur in my head. I can name random songs from random times, but it was so much easier talking to her, and she told me, like, oh, you like this at this time, this reminds me of this, 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 this. So thank you, Mom, for helping me out with this. But I'm going to start from when I was, like, a little baby, because I am only 17 years old, so I don't have, I haven't lived much life yet, but... I have listened to a lot of music, and a lot of my memories when I was younger have a soundtrack behind them of my favorite songs, so I'm going to start from when I was a baby, 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 and I'm going to talk about some songs that impacted me as a child up through about fifth grade. So, when I was young, I really loved The Wiggles. Um, I love The Wiggles. I love the fruit salad song. I remember my favorite wiggle was always the yellow wiggle, and my first ever real life concert was a Wiggles concert. However, I don't consider that my first ever concert, but technically, technically it was. So my mom told me I always listened to the Wiggles. I loved Dora the Explorer too. I loved, um, I don't know why I love that show so much, honestly. I was, I was watching a couple clips of it back a little while ago and I don't know, when you're a kid, the things that you like are so, so different from the things you like when you're older, but according to mom, I love those. And I also loved Disney movies. Specifically, my favorite Disney movies were Mulan 2 and The Little Mermaid. I love Mulan, but for some reason, something about Mulan 2 hit different. The music from that movie absolutely slaps. And then I also had this little device i don't even i don't even know what to call it it was kind of like a nintendo ds but for kids it was called a leapfrog and on a leapfrog you would get these little cartridges that have games in them and you would put it into the device and then you'd have 
a game, literally similar to a Nintendo DS. It was just a kid version. And I had a leapfrog that had a Disney princess game on it. And there was a karaoke for um, part of your world from The Little Mermaid. And I remember I used to memorize that song when I was younger. And then whenever I was playing with the leapfrog, I would always do the karaoke and I'd sing my little heart out and my parents would probably be so annoyed but they were very supportive of my budding music career (laughs) but yeah those were my like little baby songs those are the songs that i think i would say i grew up really loving so in addition to those songs my mom and my dad were very much into 90s alternative classic rock um 2000s rock like i I was exposed to the alternative rock genre from very early in my life. And I remember my parents would put on like 90s pop on the radio and I used to hate it. I hated it so much because I always thought the voices sounded muffled. Like I really loved it when pop songs sounded super clear on the radio. But then whenever they played like 90s music, it sounded like it was super muffled and old and I hate it so much. But... I always did love when my dad used to play Green Day, Sublime, uh, Matchbox 20, Oasis. Like, I always, I was always a huge fan of them. And I still am. I love Green Day to this day. But some songs from my dad that I would say were really prevalent in my life were Hey There Delilah by the Plain White Tees. I know I'm, I'm not the only person to ever love Hey There Delilah, but... That song was really important to me when I was younger, and it reminds me of my dad. Um, Also, Tom's Diner by Suzanne Vega and DNA. That was one of my dad's favorite songs when I was younger, and I used to love it in the car. He used to always play it, and that song reminds me of him, too. I would say probably my favorite ever, ever song from when I was a child that I still love to this day. I would still consider it one of my favorite songs. Um, I used to ask for my dad to play it in the car all the time, and whenever it came on the radio, I would be absolutely jamming. It's called Shattered Turn the Car Around by OAR. I honestly don't know if it's kind of a more niche song, but I remember definitely hearing it on the radio when I was younger, but I loved it. That song is truly the epitome of what I love in songs. It has piano, it has drums and the guitar. I love the vocals. I love the instrumental breakdown. It's so, so good. You all have to hear it. It's going to be on the playlist I make at the end of this episode, but yep. Shattered, Turn the Car Around by OAR. I would say that's probably the most influential song of my childhood. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my my mom now because I talked a little bit about my dad. My mom was always super into pop music. She still is, but she she had an obsession with Maroon 5. She loved Maroon 5's music, and in turn, I slowly acclimated <laughs> to Maroon 5's music. The one that I wrote down is Misery by Maroon 5. That's my favorite Maroon 5 song, but I remember um, most of her favorite songs are from the album Songs About Jane. Uh, Harder to Breathe, This Love, and She Will Be Loved were some of my mom's favorites that in turn became some of my favorites. So yeah, I love my mom. She has a great music taste. She's always playing bops. 
And another song that I remember I loved when I was a kid, I love the Black Eyed Peas. And there was a song by them called Boom Boom Pow that was so popular when I was younger. Like, I remember everyone would play that song. The radio would play it. Every single store went into it would play it. But that song was playing on TV one day. And I remember my mom was pregnant with my brother, Ilion. And when that song was playing, my mom said she could feel Ilion kicking her in her stomach. So whenever I think of that song, I always think of that as Illy's song because he went so crazy when that song was playing on TV. So yeah. Um, so when I was talking to my parents, actually, the first thing that they mentioned when I asked them, like, hey, do you remember what songs I liked when I was a kid? The first artist that they mentioned was Taylor Swift. Like, they knew I was obsessed with Miss Swift since I was a little girl. I have always loved her music. I've been listening to her since I was, like, five years old. Um, I loved her old albums, like, Speak Now and um, her first ever, like, the Taylor Swift album. I stopped listening to her around when she released Reputation and Lover because those were just not not my favorite albums, but when I was younger, Fearless and Speak Now had my entire heart. Like, I loved those songs, and specifically, I remember I was in third grade, and my best friend, Megan and Liv and our other friend Eden, we wanted to do something for the third grade talent show. Like there was a whole talent show and we wanted to perform a song and dance. And I remember we decided that we were going to sing Story of Us by Taylor Swift. And I remember I had practiced it. We had an entire choreographed routine. I also listened to a lot of kids bop when I was younger, and I remember they had a kids bop version of this song. Oh, okay. There's a part of it. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Since the twist of fate when it all broke down, I remember there was a specific choreo- choreography that we did in that where we like spun around and went to the ground. Goodness. I also love the bridge in this song. I remember thinking the bridge was so cool. Taylor Swift always has really good bridges, but I remember this one when I was younger. I thought it was cray-cray. And I also love to read. I still love to read. That's not a secret, but I remember after the choruses, there was next chapter, and, like, the end had the end, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is making my, my reading heart so happy. Anyways, so i last thing i wrote here on taylor swift was that i loved the song white horse i remember i used to sing that song like i used to have little shower concerts and i would sing that song all the time because that was one of the only songs that i knew all the words to i knew all the words to white horse and i knew all the songs to love story so whenever i just like wanted to sing something um in in front of my parents I would always sing one of those songs because I remember I knew like every single word to them but around fifth grade my mom gave me her old iPod Nano it was like I don't even remember what it looks like to be honest it was like this little white iPod and it was so old but I absolutely loved it because I felt so cool having one and I remember my dad uploaded some albums on it for me to listen to. So like I mentioned, I listened to a lot of kids bop at the time because 
I had kind of strict parents and they were worried about curse words and songs, which honestly, like, I totally get when you're younger, you don't want your kids to be exposed to foul language. But I, my dad, he uploaded the Taylor Swift Red album, which is to this day still one of my favorite Taylor Swift albums by far. Um, the Imagine Dragons Night Visions album and the American Beauty American Psycho Fall Out Boy album. And I don't know why I asked for the Fall Out Boy album. I just remember I loved the song Centuries on that album. And I loved, there was a version of Irresistible by Fall Out Boy on the American Beauty American Psycho album that had Demi Lovato in it. And I absolutely loved that song. So I asked my dad to upload that album on to my iPod Nano for me. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my favorite songs from those albums. So the Night Visions album. I loved Imagine Dragons because at the time my favorite song was Demons. But it's crazy because when you're younger, you don't realize, or at least I didn't, I didn't realize that songs on the radio were not individual songs like I didn't know that there were entire albums behind songs like for example I loved um Selena Gomez and I love the song who says and then I remember my dad downloaded the entire Selena Gomez in the scene album to my Zune another weird music listening device I had at the time and then so many of Selena Gomez's songs like summer's not hot um a Year Without Rain, like, all of those songs became my absolute favorite songs at the time. But, anyways, I was so shook when I realized that there were more Imagine Dragon songs than just Radioactive and Demons and, like, On Top of the World. So, my favorite songs in Night Visions were uh, Bleeding Out, Amsterdam, and America. So, if you're ever listening, if you're ever listening to some Imagine Dragons, be sure to listen to those. And then, like I mentioned, I was obsessed with Taylor Swift at the time, and my dad put the Red album on the Nano for me, and I was absolutely buzzing. Like, it was so good. I I honestly don't think there's a single song in that entire album I don't like, but my favorite song at that time was The Moment I Knew. I remember I listened to that song, and I could see it so clearly in my head. She was like, I was standing there in my red dress, and like, with no one to impress because the whole song's about her boyfriend not showing up to her party and like she's all sad about it and I could just see like I had a whole music video in my head for that song it was really good it's on the deluxe edition of Red and then as every Taylor Swift stan I love the song all too well I I love the um instrumental breakdown in that song and I cannot wait for the 10 minute version to come out when Taylor's Taylor's version is released. I'm so excited for that. I think it's coming out in, like, October. I'm, like, a fake Taylor Swift stan. I don't even know. I saw she announced it on Instagram, and I was super excited, but, yeah, I, I cannot wait for the red Taylor's version to come out, because that was my absolute favorite, favorite Taylor Swift album until Folklore came out. But, yeah, there's not a single bad song on the deluxe edition of Red. I wasn't a huge fan of I Knew You Were Trouble in 22, but that's just because I heard it on the radio all the time. But the song Starlight, I remember it kind of reminded me of, like, 60s and 70s disco and, like, I don't know. I don't know. But I love that album. And it's I still love it. It's one of my favorites to this day. 
And then American Beauty, American Psycho. Oh my goodness. This was like one of my first introductions to rock music and alternative music um, beyond my parents' influence, obviously. But I remember I was so scandalized because there were a couple bad words on a couple of the songs. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm listening to these explicit lyrics for the first time. Anyways. But some of my favorite songs on that album are The Kids Aren't Alright um, and Favorite Record. And I also really, really liked Fourth of July and Jetpack Blues. I tried playing those on the piano when I used to play piano all the time, but I just, I don't know, didn't work out. But I remember distinctly loving those songs. So, yeah, I'm going to kind of get into middle school now. I know I talked a lot about my time up through elementary school but obviously like that's the majority of my life I'm only 17 so 10 years is like a lot of time and I think that those years really laid the foundation for what I ended up liking through like middle school and beyond because I feel like if I had never listened to all of the alternative and rock music I did when I was younger I wouldn't have ended up finding the kind of music I loved until much much later because I honestly, like, I didn't have a lot of social media when I was younger. My parents were really strict about it. I didn't have an Instagram until I was in seventh grade, and I knew a lot of my friends got their Instagrams, like, in elementary school, so I didn't really have any outlets to look to to find new music that I liked. Like, most of what I heard when I was younger either came from my parents or it came from, like, TV shows or the radio or etc etc I didn't ever have the opportunity to go out and find what I wanted to so I feel like if I hadn't listened to the rock music I listened to when I was younger it would have taken me a lot longer to figure out what I actually liked which is not a bad thing but I'm just grateful that when I was going through some really rough periods in my life I could turn to music that really spoke to me to help me feel better um so I'm going to be talking a lot about that right now because I did experience a lot of mental health struggles and hardship during my middle school years, as most of us do, that were really helped by music and were really helped by artists that spoke to me. Like, their music spoke to me, their lyrics spoke to me, their melodies spoke to me, and I would not be the person I am today without a lot of the music I listened to back then. So, yeah. So, in sixth grade, I got my first phone ever. I had an iPhone 5 and it was brand new. It was gold. This is when I started listening to Radio Disney really frequently because like I mentioned, I was a little bit sheltered when I was younger and um, Radio Disney just was on all the time. So that's when I first discovered how much I loved Shawn Mendes. I listened to Shawn Mendes a lot when I was in like sixth grade because he was really popular on Radio Disney. And because I loved him so much, my dad bought me the handwritten deluxe album to my iPhone. So sometimes now it's still there on my iTunes. So sometimes when I get in the car and I turn on my Bluetooth, it automatically starts playing like Shawn Mendes music from when I was in sixth grade. I'm not a huge fan of his right now. I kind of stopped after sixth grade, but. I still really like that album. It was really good. So my favorite song from that album is Imagination. 
So in addition to Shawn Mendes in sixth grade, I also really loved R5 because R5 was really popular on Radio Disney because Ross Lynch, one of the main members um, of the band, was on a TV show called Austin and Alley, which was on Disney Channel. So his music was really popular on Radio Disney. I remember I really liked Can't Forget About You, I think it's called. I, I think it's called Can't Forget About You. But my favorite song from the Louder album by R5 is Pass Me By. Um, at this time, I also was very much enjoying One Direction. I was not really a huge One Direction gal. I was always a Five Seconds of Summer gal, and I'll get into that a little bit more later. But um, One Direction, I really loved their album, Four. And my favorite songs were 18 and no control and those songs are still one of my favorites to this day i still listen to that album like fairly regularly so if you ever catch me listening to that on spotify don't tell me (laughs) but yeah this is where it starts getting interesting because this is when i started finding the music that i really really loved and still love to this day and consider some of my amara staples when it comes to music so When I was in about 6th grade and 7th grade, I started really, really getting into 5 Seconds of Summer. Like, I loved them. I loved their music. I loved them as individuals. So my dad bought me both the... Well, at the time, Sounds Good, Feels Good hadn't come out yet. But he bought me the 5 Seconds of Summer. I think that's just what it's called. I think it's just called, like, their self-titled album. Yeah, it's their self-titled album. It's just called 5 Seconds of Summer. So... He got me that on my iTunes, and I listened to that for the longest time, but it just wasn't enough. I was obsessed with them. I loved everything about them. It wasn't enough for me. And so I was just looking around on iTunes one day, and I saw that there was an option to listen to a radio inspired by artists that you liked. So for me, it was recommended, like, Five Seconds of Summer Radio, Taylor Swift Radio, Fall Out Boy Radio. So I just started listening to those because I wanted to start listening to some more music and it was an option. And so I started. So from the Five Seconds of Summer Radio, I started listening to their singles from their newest album, uh, Sounds Good, Feels Good. And Sounds Good, Feels Good is one of my favorite albums to this day. I love it so much. Um, Some of my favorite songs from there are still my favorite songs, like, right now, such as Outer Space, Carry On, and Vapor. But I remember falling so head over heels in love with these people. I loved the music. Again, I was obsessed with them. I used to watch interviews of them all the time. I would watch performances of theirs on stage. I would... Gosh, like, there was this social media app, and I don't think it was very common in America, but... It was called Keek, K-E-E-K, and Fly Sauce used to make them, and they would upload them, and I'd watch Keek compilations on YouTube, and I was just so obsessed with watching them because it felt like I was there with them, and it felt like I was their friend, and like some days I remember I would just be listening to their music, and I'd be so upset because I wasn't actually their friend, like they didn't know who I was, but I felt like I knew everything about them. I loved them. I... I had merch of theirs. I just, oh my gosh, if you talk to any of my friends from that time, you will know how absolutely enamored I was by them. At the time, my favorite was Michael Clifford. 
and I used to love how he would dye his hair like every couple of weeks and I remember they were on a huge tour at that time and I would be seeing all of their photos from tour and I'd be so jealous because I wanted to go see them so bad but yeah I I love five seconds of summer their music really got me through a very 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 difficult time in my life like seventh grade was really bad for me I was experiencing some not so great things um not things that I think someone at 12 years old needs to experience but at that time I was having a really really rough time like just existing in general um I think a lot of my mental health problems started from that year and from the things that happened to me that year and I never wanted to go talk to my parents about how I was feeling because I just felt really guilty about it and I didn't I was worried that if I told them what was happening to me I would be in trouble and I obviously know now like if something is wrong you need to tell someone you care about and someone you love because they will be there to support you but at that time, I didn't know that. I didn't know that my parents would be there to support me. I was just really worried. I'd never experienced something like that before. I had friends, like my best friend Caitlin was always there for me. I love her so, so much. And I'm so sorry she had to experience all of my craziness back then. But beyond her, the only thing that I could really turn to for solace was music. And because my knowledge of music was so limited, I very heavily relied on five seconds of summer and i relied on their music to get me through some really difficult times and i'm just so like gosh i'm getting kind of emotional thinking about it but i am just so grateful that i was able to have their music in my life to get me through those times because i honestly don't know where i'd be now and i feel like a lot of who i am today is because i i had them that's just so weird to think about because they have absolutely no idea who I am, but I, I love them. I still do. I still listen to their music. I think they're great. But at that time, like they were my favorite people in the entire world and I, I love them. I looked up to them. They were my role models and they were just, they were my everything and a story. So I'm going to take a quick break and I will be right back to talk a little bit more about my music journey thanks all right hey everybody i'm back so for the rest of this episode i'm just gonna quickly finish up through high school what kind of music i was listening to because basically like from seventh grade on i've had a very set music taste i've been you know a little bit experimenting with different genres but for the most part i've listened to a lot of emo i've listened to a lot of punk i've listened to a lot of alternative I started really getting into indie music in ninth grade, but I'll, I'll talk about all that. And then at the end, I'm going to give y'all some music recommendations based on some very specific prompts. But anyways, after five seconds of summer, I kept using the iTunes radio and I found other artists I absolutely adored, such as All Time Low, um, Bring Me the Horizon, more Fall Out Boy. I didn't even realize Fall Out Boy had more albums than just that one. Um, Panic at the Disco, all of these different artists that I'd never heard before, but I absolutely, absolutely loved. And in seventh grade, I finally got a Spotify. Um, if y'all know me, y'all know that Spotify is my absolute favorite app because I could just, I could make playlists all day. Having Spotify 
really opened me up to a whole new world of music and a whole new world of what I could listen to because, you know, I was just so confined for so long. Anyways, at that point, my music taste split into really three distinct genres, which I'm going to call 2015 Tumblr music, such as Troy Sivan, Melanie Martinez, Halsey, The Neighborhood, The Works, you know, um, uh, emo music, such as Pierce the Veil, All Time Low, Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, Bring Me the Horizon, etc., etc., and then show tunes. Oh my gosh. So I was in theater, seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade, and at that time, I became absolutely obsessed with Broadway and Broadway musicals, and like many people, my favorite musical at that time was Hamilton. All of my friends and I were super into listening to the original Broadway cast recording. I knew all of the words to every single song in that. I was so into it, and so were my friends. We all loved Hamilton, and I remember we had this huge Hamilton party. Like um, We were all together, and we did a whole karaoke. We sang our favorite songs. We dressed up. We played our favorite characters. It was such a great time, and I... I saw Hamilton in the Fox Theater the summer after ninth grade, I think. Yeah, summer after ninth grade. And I saw it when it came out on Disney Plus as the recording. And it just made me so emotional because, again, like that period of time in my life was a little bit crazy. And I heavily relied on the friendships I made through Broadway and stuff <laughs> as a comfort and a crutch. So I. I would say that in eighth grade, my tastes remained very constant, and they still are constant, but at that time, I also started watching Glee on Netflix, and Glee, I just, I don't know what it was. I loved a lot of the music that came out of Glee, so if you go back, or to research for this episode, I guess, I was looking back at all of my old Spotify raps and all of my old, like, Spotify top song playlists, and I saw all of this Glee music, and I remember my favorite song from Glee was Uptown Girl, the cover of Uptown Girl. Um, the original song is by Billy Joel. <laughs> I love the um, I love the Glee version of it so much. But yeah, that song was in my top. I remember one of my favorite songs of all time is Cough Syrup by Young the Giant, and I discovered that song through Glee because they had a cover of that song in one of the episodes and that was also on one of my like 2016 Spotify top listen to songs so yeah um eighth grade I went to a Panic at the Disco concert with my mom my first ever concert I didn't mention was a five seconds of summer concert I went with um my friend Megan and my mom and it was such a great experience i loved it i remember i saw michael clifford on stage like my absolute idol and i started just like sobbing because i loved him i still do anyways besides that high school i started listening to a lot more indie music um i still love the heavy drums heavy guitars but something about indie music at that time was just really great and I think I expanded my tastes a lot in high school because in middle school I mainly stuck to like emo music, punk music, heavy guitar, heavy drums, and then I started kind of branching out from there in high school. 
So in ninth grade, I started my intense 1975 obsession. I've talked about this all the time, but the 1975 is my favorite band. I love them. I love all of the people in the band, especially the lead singer, Maddie Healy. Um, my favorite album of theirs is the their second one. It's called I Like It When You Sleep, For You're So Beautiful Yet So Unaware of It. And every single song in that album is amazing. They're all on my top 10 favorite songs list, etc., etc. But yeah, I love them a lot. My obsession with them really started in ninth grade. I'd been listening to them throughout like middle school and stuff, but I started really, really listening to them in ninth grade because one of my friends at the time that I met in my Spanish class liked them also, and they encouraged me to continue listening. So yeah, I literally, in my notes, I just wrote down a bunch of artists that I started liking in high school because my taste is literally still the same. I just graduated high school, so not much has changed in the last three years, but I wrote down Coin. I actually started listening to Coin after my friend Brady invited me. I'm going to talk about Brady later because I love her, but Brady invited me to go with her to a Coin concert um, and around, I think, was it ninth grade? Yeah, it was ninth grade. It was the spring semester of ninth grade, and I'd never listened to them before, but she invited me to go with her, and I kid you not, even though I didn't know every single song they played, that was the best concert I've ever been to in my entire life. Like, you could just tell how passionate the band members were on stage, and just, oh, it was lovely. It was such a lovely experience. I loved it so much. Thank you so much to Brady for taking me with you to that, because, gosh, that opened up a whole new world for me, and I, I love that concert experience so much. That was actually the first concert I went to where I stood outside in line and waited to get to front row. It was so great. Such a wonderful experience. I loved it so much. I wrote down Declan McKenna. I love Declan McKenna's music. I started listening to him after ninth grade, before 10th grade, and I would listen to his music while I was running. Um, the Rex, they're another kind of punk rock band. Hippocampus, they are on the more indie side. I still really love their music to this day. My favorite album of theirs is, oh, what's it called? I don't even know. Let me look. Landmark. It's called Landmark. And I also really like their 2018 album, Bambi. That's very, very good. And I think they just released a new song. I haven't heard it yet, but it's called Bad Dream Baby. Anyways, um, the Aces. So the Aces are a girl band that I heard for the first time at the first Coin concert I went to. And then a year later, I went to another Five Seconds of Summer concert with my friend Jasmine, and the Aces were opening for them also. So I've seen the Aces twice in concert and both times they were equally as lovely i love them so much their music is so good i love 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 their album uh i think it was called when my heart felt volcanic let me see yeah when my heart felt volcanic it came out in 2018 that album is a 10 out of 10 it is so good i recommend it to everybody because i love it so much and then Lastly, I wrote Catfish and the Bottleman and the Wombats. So, the Wombats, I sp I've been listening to for like the last four years. Their song, Greek Tragedy, became really, really popular on TikTok. And <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I need to gatekeep this song because I, I need to gatekeep this band because I love them so much. But no, I'm really glad that they're getting the attention that they deserve. But 
their album Glitterbug is great. And Catfish and the Bottleman, their album, let's see, I loved it my second semester of ninth grade. I loved it. It was called The Ride. It's a very, very good album. So I highly recommend you guys listen to it. And The Balance is their album that came out in 2019. You might have heard their song Long Shot because it was really popular, but yeah, kind of rambling. But since I have had basically a very constant music taste for the last two, three years, I have been kind of been listening to more so songs versus artists. Like, for example, in seventh grade, my favorite artists were Five Second Summer, All Time Low. Literally everything I listened to was just them. Like, their entire discography were my favorite songs. However, as I've gotten older, I've kind of transitioned away from listening to specific artists and albums and more towards listening to just specific songs. So I've decided that I am going to be answering some song challenge prompts to give some more specific recommendations and explain a little bit more about some of my favorite songs for the next like 10-15 minutes. So song i discovered this month actually okay before i start i'm gonna be putting a link to the like image that i used for some of these song prompts because it would be fun to play along but anyways so song i discovered this month i wrote down all eyes on me by bo burnham and calling you back by the marias so i actually make monthly playlists on spotify so i try to discover new music every month just so i have you know some fresh music in my repertoire and at the end of the year I combine it all into a year playlist that I listen to um so I can hear like what I've been listening to all year but yeah so I watched Bo Burnham's Inside I talked about this in our summer favorites episode but I love it so much All Eyes on Me is one of my favorite songs from that um I guess comedy special album it's just really good. It makes me really emotional whenever I listen to it. I think, like, a hallmark of my favorite songs is that they make me feel very, very emotional when I'm listening to them. And then Calling You Back by the Marias. I started listening to the Marias when I heard their song Cariño, and I just love their sound. I love their voices, so Calling You Back is one of my favorite songs from their new album. Next, A Song You'll Always Love. So, I'm just going to straight up say my favorite song is I'm Low on Gas and You Need a Jacket by Pierce the Veil. Even though Pierce the Veil is kind of a screamo rock band, this song doesn't have very much screaming in it. I recommend it to almost everybody I talk to. I love the lyrics. I love the vibe. That whole album is one of my favorite albums of all time. And yeah, I love that song. Um, I love the lyrics. There's this part at the end where Vic goes, I will soon forget the color of your eyes, and you'll soon forget mine, and whew, gives me chills and goosebumps every time I listen to it, so that's a song I know I'm always gonna love. I know I really want to get a tattoo inspired by that song. I just don't know what yet, but yeah. A song that feels like summer, I wrote down The Sound by the 1975, because the summer that I went to Europe with my friends, um, Emily, Megan, and Olivia, I made a video, like a little compilation of some videos 
that I took while we were in Europe and I put it to the sound by the 1975. So whenever I watch that video and I hear that song, it reminds me of my summer in Europe with my friends. All right. A song that gives you hope. I wrote down Star Jumper by Bad Sons. And even though I wrote down Star Jumper, I can basically say that entire album gives me so much happiness, gets me so inspired, fills me with hope. Let's see what that album is called. I'm really bad at remembering what albums are called. Mystic Truth. It's called A Mystic Truth. I went to the Bad Sons concert where they played their music from Mystic Truth in 2019. And all I got to say is I left that concert feeling 40 times happier than when I came in. Songs such as One Magic Moment, Darkness Arrives and Departs, Star Jumper, like they just fill me with so much energy. They make me so happy. They motivate me whenever I'm feeling sad. I listen to them and I immediately feel so much better. So I definitely recommend listening to Bad Sons if you need some feel good music. So next, a song that someone introduced you to, I wrote down Miranda Beach by Coin because Miss Brady, she is the one that introduced me to Coin, and they're one of my favorite bands of like all time. So I'm so grateful to her for inviting me to that concert with her because now I love Coin and their album, How Will You Know If You Never Try, is one of my favorites of all time. And this is the closer song on that album. It's very beachy, very summery. I love the guitar. It just vocals perfect so Miranda Beach by Coin. Next uh, a song you can listen to on repeat I put down Stud by Troy Sivan. So Troy Sivan recently came out with an EP gotta see what it's called sorry I'm so bad at remembering the names of things. The EP was called In a Dream and it came out in 2020 and literally every single song on this EP are some of my favorite songs of all time but stud is definitely my favorite it gives me like house music vibes but also like you can listen to it whenever you want to it really reminds me a lot of call me by your name which is my favorite book because i was listening to this ep at the same time i was reading that book so those two memories just kind of like linked up for me but gives me very much club music it's a really good exercise song, a great driving song. It's just really, really good. I wouldn't really recommend it to everybody, but if you're into that kind of poppy, electric type music, I would recommend it. All right, next. The next prompt is a song you would play at 3 a.m. And I wrote down a bunch of songs for these because... I would say majority of my music taste are songs that you could play at 3 a.m. because I really love slow songs. I love acoustic music. Um, they just make me feel some type of way. And I, I even listen to sad songs, like, even when I'm happy. For some reason, like, a good, good sad song will put me in a good mood. It's very strange. But I wrote down I Could Cry Just Thinking About You by Troy Sivan, Jesus Christ 2005, God Bless America by The 1975, Drink to Drown by Stan Atlantic, Alewife by Claro, and Middle of Somewhere by The Neighborhood. Those are my favorite sad songs, piano songs, calming songs, kind of, um, I don't want to say the word vibey, but I guess vibey songs <laughs> that you can listen to at 3 a.m. The next prompt is a song that makes you happy, and I wrote down Give Me a Try by The Wombats, 
Holiday by the Aces, and North American Ride by Mallory Merck. Speaking of Mallory Merck, I haven't talked about her yet, but she is definitely one of my favorite artists right now, and her album that came out, I think, like, two years ago or last year, let me look it up. It's called, it's called Strangers. It came out in 2020. That whole album is so, so good. 10 out of 10 album, absolutely no skips. My favorite songs from that album are Clocking Hours, Ghosts, Syrup, and Fresh Out, and that's literally majority of the songs. Um, but yeah, I strongly recommend listening to her and listening to those songs to make you feel happy. So a song that reminds you of someone, I wrote down I See the Light from the Tangled soundtrack and Chateau by Black Bear because those songs remind me of my best friend, Caitlin. Um, I love her so much, even though our music tastes are completely different. We have these songs in common, and whenever we're together, we blast them. So I love you, Caitlin. That's your shout out. (laughs) And Guilty Pleasure Songs. So Guilty Pleasure Songs... I am a huge fan of Tiny Meat Gang, and that's, if you don't know who that is, that's Cody Ko and Noelle Miller. They are two YouTubers, and they have a podcast. I listen to their podcast every week, but they also make music, and even though they're, like, joke songs, quote-unquote, they're not really joke songs. Like, some of them are actually so, so good. For example, Sophia by them. I love it. Top tier song. It's so good. So catchy. I listen to it like all the time. Um, No Flex by them is also really, really good. That's the first song of theirs I ever heard and I really like it. Um, Good for working out. All of their songs are really good for working out because I listen to them all the time when I'm working out. But my favorite song by them um, is called Broke Bleep, like Addison (laughs) Ray. That song was my number one song on Spotify in 2020 because I listened to it so, so much. Um, in the car when I was working out, running, just sitting and existing. I love that song. So I would honestly recommend listening to Tiny Meat Gang songs because they're actually very, very good. And lastly, song from my favorite album. So I have so many favorite albums. I've already talked so much about the 1975 and Pierce the Veil. Um, So I'm just going to go with my third favorite album, which is Folklore by Taylor Swift. This is the album she released last year when we were all in quarantine, and it is one of my favorite albums of all time. No skips. Love it so much. She, this album actually brought me back into my Taylor Swift phase because I kind of stopped listening to her, like I mentioned earlier, after Reputation and Lover, but this song, this, this, these songs on this album were so good and my favorite song off of folklore is mirrorball because it reminds me of myself and i love it so much i want to get a mirrorball tattoo i want to get so many music tattoos it's kind of crazy that's it that was really long i did not think i'd be able to talk that long about my music taste but yeah thank you guys so much for listening if you listened all the way through and if you didn't that's okay too but to those of you who did and were able to you know, get some recommendations. I'm so happy. This was really good. This was a lot of fun. I didn't think I'd enjoy talking to myself for like an hour, but I actually really did. Um, so all of the songs that I mentioned, plus so many others that I love, are going to be compiled into a playlist that you can listen to when this 
episode is released, and I will be doing the same for Milan's songs and Kennedy's songs and our special guest songs, so stay tuned for that, and you'll have so many more song recommendations to listen to because I only scratched the surface with my favorite artists. I didn't even mention, like, The Cure and Monoskin and all these other artists that I love, but yeah, if you ever want to talk with me about music or if you ever want to tell me what some of your favorite songs are, I would love to listen because I love episodes like these of podcasts, and I'm so glad that I was able to share with you today. Um, Music means a lot to me, like, so much, and I, I think you can probably tell from the way I was talking about music earlier, but these artists and these people, even though they have no idea who I am, they have had such a large impact on my life in the most, most outstanding ways, and without them, I would just... I don't know who I'd be. I would not be Amara. I would not be the Amara that you know today. And I'm so grateful to them, especially, like I mentioned earlier, Five Seconds of Summer, All Time Low, um, the 1975. Like, loving their music has made me who I am. And seeing them in concert, watching their interviews, following them on social media, coming, listening to their music the night it comes out, like, all of those things that I do are highlights of my life and I love them. I love everything they put out. I love everything they recommend and I'm so grateful that they exist because I would not exist without them. So thank you so much again for listening and I will see you later. Mwah.